0: I I got a really great compliment today. Yeah, I was helping out. Uh, I was helping out this this lady. Um, I mean, I was gonna say girl, but I feel like she's in her like late twenties, so maybe lady's more appropriate. But woman, woman. I was helping this young woman mm. or this young lady, uh, up for a How while. How else to, can we describe her? I don't know. A female, <laughs> a female humanoid. Yeah. For uh, the uh, a large part of this morning and afternoon, and she's we were talking the whole time because. You know, there's nothing else to do except stare at a progress bar. And it was cool because you said something along the lines of, I could see why some people wouldn't get you at first, but you're hilarious once you realize that you're just really dry with your sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And at first I was kind of off-put, but then I realized it's kind of hilarious, but it's so dry. And I never thought I had dry humor. I can see it, yeah. I always thought I was just abrasive. Just... I don't know. If I had to liken myself to anybody, I always felt like I, I spiritually, am closest to Bill Burr. Yeah. In my attitude about things, um, maybe not as angry as Bill yeah, Burr. Bill
1: Burr is just crotchety.
0: Yeah, maybe not as crotchety and angry as Bill Burr, but just the spirit of him. Yeah. Uh, but I, I for some reason, I thought it was a compliment when she said, "You're just, you're very dry."
1: And I just thought, "Oh, that, thank you." <laughs> Is that a, so? Let me ask you: Is that a good thing that I have? I'm a very dry sense of humor. I don't think it's a good or bad thing. It's just a tight thing. But do I like, have a dry sense of humor? Well, you have. Uh, what is a wet sense? You of have humor? a very green shirt. What, <laughs> like, is. what is a wet sense of humor? Yeah, I was just gonna. I was gonna ask you that actually. I'm <laughs> like, what? Like literally defines dry. Like you, it's one of those things you know it when you see it. Like, what's the opposite of dry? I think the opposite of dry is like outgoing, make people laugh, ha ha ha, funny jokes, blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, because because when I see hear dry
0: humor, I immediately think of The Office. Yeah, and I don't think I'm that humor at all.
1: No, it's so. Maybe this. Maybe it's the delivery. Let me let me hit you with this one. The delivery. It is the delivery. When when you have a wet sense of humor, somebody knows that you are telling a joke or you're being funny. Parks and uh, Recreation is very wet. There you go. The Office is go. very. Wait a second was that funny yeah he just said something funny it's because I
0: think. because she was we were talking about uh something about politics and something about uh just um like careers and I said something i said i said something along the lines of well, you see the way it works is I am just a bag of meat with eyes that stands on this side of the table. <laughs> And my only sole purpose of existence is to type tickets. <laughs> you and said that to this yeah. woman? Yeah. And she started, and she, that's where she was laughing. And, that,
1: and I was like, uh, wow, you're very dry.
0: <laughs> I didn't Thank say you. it like that in a dead tone, but I was saying just, I'm nothing but a bag of meat with eyes. And yeah. I just, I'm on this side. It's to also just, very
1: grim. <laughs> like, give maybe, yourself more
0: credit. <laughs> I guess, I guess that's another compliment. If you think I'm grim, that's, I guess that's good. I
1: guess I'm dry and grim.
0: Is that good? Is well, that good? I,
1: I think we just described an old corpse. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to take him as a compliment. <laughs> right? I guess that's a compliment, right? Yeah. I guess that's a compliment. I like to think of myself as pretty wet. Yeah? I would Both think so, too. sense of humor, really, and like sweat-wise. <laughs> Would, like Just what? general skin. Oh, I keep forgetting you come straight from work. But I was gonna say, just why don't you wear shorts? It's so I'm much straight from work, shorts. baby. Yeah. I could throw a pair of basketball shorts. Why don't car. you
0: wear um, dress pants? Because dress pants are way more breathable than jeans. Yeah,
1: they are. Uh, it's it's not my style. I
0: have, a, okay. I have a
1: style at work, and I'm known for it. You know, it's funny at work. I only I wear
0: polos and and dress pants only when it's really hot because mm-hmm. it's more breathable. Then every other day is just what you're wearing shirt jeans and that's it yeah and that's fine
1: thankfully my position lets me so. you, you could do like t-shirts at work yep i wore wear one today and i'm gonna yep. wear one tomorrow so <laughs> that that's a yes i can wear t-shirts yes. but you know i'm a firm believer in trust for the job you want oh, and like there you go and your position maybe not necessarily like you're not gonna get noticed by someone like based on what you're wearing for a job that you might want Like, I don't think it matters for you. Like, the people that see you on a day-to-day basis will never determine if you can get a job or not based on the clothes you wear. But, not true for me. Quick question. What did you think of the shirimi I sent you? Uh, I don't know what the fuck that was. (laughs) What was your reaction? You sent that, and you sent another thing, and I responded to the other thing. (laughs) Did you look at what the shirimi No, was? actually, no. I did respond to this one. I did the, on question the iPhone, mark. double tap question mark, and you did not respond. Well, I thought you would read it. Did you read it or no? I glazed it. Uh, let me read it for the pod right now. You're going to read the description? Yeah, I'm going to read it, like, okay. word for word. Shirimi, S-H-I-R-I-M-E, and then it's spelled out with Japanese characters, is a yokai that looks much much like the nopera bowl. It only it has an eye in the place of its anus. Description. The story goes as follows. Long ago, a samurai was walking at night down the road to Kyoto when he heard someone calling out for him to wait. Who's there? He asked nervously, only to turn around to find a man stripping off his clothes and pointing his bare buttocks at the flabbergasted traveler. A huge glittering eye then opened up where the strange man's anus should have been. The shirimi was so liked by the haiku poet and the artist Yosa Busan that he included it in many of his yokai paintings. From a distance, the shirimi appears to be a normal human being. When close enough, however, it becomes apparent that it is a yokai. It has no facial features, but located in its butthole. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen butthole spelled with two words. (laughs) Located in its butt hole is a large eye which shines like lightning. <laughs> I did not read this far. I just read the like the first sentence. Eye in the place of its anus. Shirimi approaches travelers on the road late at night looking for a man wearing a kimono. Looking what? like a man. Oh, looking like. Oh, Jesus. Looking, looking like, like a, a man, man wearing a kimono. kimono. Once it has their attention, it asks them if they can have a moment to spare. Before they can answer, the shiri man drops his kimono to the ground and bends over, spreading its butt cheeks and revealing the giant shining eye located inside of its butt hole. (laughs) Other than its very startling behavior, shiri me does not do anything harmful. I uh, disagree with that. It appears to thrive solely on the joy of scaring people. There are very few documented encounters because of its alternate name, Nopuro Bozu, and its shocking behavior. It is very likely that Shirimi is a close relative to Noparabo, another faceless ghost. In this case, Shirimi's true form may simply be a shapeshifted animal playing a practical joke on humans. It is also apparent that the Shirimi might be a type of Noparabo, only it can give a double surprise, first showing the featureless face and then bendering... (laughs) Bending over and exposing the eyeball butt. (laughs) (laughs) The The shirimi doesn't have any bad intentions or evil purpose. It just thinks it's fun to surprise people. I feel like this was written by the shirimi. If you look at the picture, the eye is like crying. And it's huge. Do you see? Where the fuck did you find this? (laughs) How did you find this? What website am I on? Why is it a fandom website? Like, <laughs> this is the same website I go to to learn deep, weird, nerdy shit about, like, Zelda and the Skyrim. And oh, now man. I'm learning about a Shiri me. Oh, man. Um, on the yokai wiki. What
0: is a yokai? <laughs> a yokai is, a, I think, a Japanese demon or Japanese uh, ghost or something. Ghost
1: or god. <sighs> so. So. I you read think? that now. So <laughs> Oh, and uh in Japanese Shirimi uh translates to buttock's eye. Mm-hmm. Buttocks eye.
0: I I advise anybody listening to look it up. It's a very interesting picture.
1: It's literally just a featureless man on all fours, spreading its butt cheeks, <laughs> showing its the eye in its butthole to passers by. But it's There's just a it's, of, it's a
0: giant eye.
1: It's huge. It's like bigger than a normal butt should be, so its butt has to like sp- <laughs> There's so many good pictures. <laughs> it's been in, like, anime.
0: Has it? Yeah. I don't watch anime, so I wouldn't know.
1: No, like, I, there's just one of the pictures is... I mean, that looks like it's from an anime. It looks yeah. like a still from an anime.
0: So, this came from the question, what folklore creatures do you think really exist?
1: <laughs> oh, now... Got it. Which you did send me that article. Not that
0: this... People were joking oh man, what if the shirimi it was a real thing? And somebody said, what's a shirimi? And somebody posted a picture, and everybody went, oh my god, that's a real, that's an actual folklore creature? And yeah. they said, yeah, in Japan it is. And somebody <laughs> said, why does Japan always have really weird sexual shit? Like, we don't know.
1: Because <laughs> they have a very repressed sexual culture.
0: Right. Um, but that led down a rabbit hole of two things. One is Skinwalkers. Do you know what Skinwalkers are? No. You should research that while I keep explaining. Yeah. Skinwalkers was one, which was very interesting because in New England, where we're from, uh, we've never grew up with that because there's really not that many Navajos, Navajo Native Americans near us. So we don't to deal with that kind of uh, culture. But the weird thing about that was that skinwalkers were very commonly referred to by a lot of people in the Midwest. So people from Chicago, people from down south, people from like like fucking Minnesota, like a lot of people are talking about skinwalkers. So reading up on that was pretty freaky. Mm -hmm. Um, And then reading the tradition of what the Native Americans believed of SWs was also pretty scary yeah um the other thing was that it led down a rabbit hole a six-part rabbit hole i was reading about search and rescue uh stories from a search and rescue officer or sar officer yeah for the u.s
1: forest service hold on hold on But hold on. you
0: found i saw your face you found some stuff about sws didn't you
1: yeah <laughs> yeah you <laughs> did see my face yeah i did see your face I, there is a
0: picture yuck yeah um go ahead tell tell the wonderful people what a
1: skinwalker is so the just the google definition when I, you know when you search skinwalkers in navajo culture a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into possess or disguise themselves as an animal the term is never used for healers don't know what that part means <laughs> um And then 14 facts about skinwalkers. One, a skinwalker is a person with the ability to transform into any type of animal at will. Two, they are most frequently seen as coyotes, wolves, foxes, eagles, owls, or crows. They're basically furries. This is going to be another furry episode. (laughs) Three, some can also steal the faces of different people and could appear as someone you know. Dubs is there something you're trying to tell me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. If you accidentally lock eyes with a skinwalker... (laughs) they can absorb themselves into your body and take control of your actions. Rare skinwalkers can also have the ability to enchant the powder of corpses and use the substance as a poison dust on victims. Okay. The legend of the skinwalkers originates from the Navajo, a southwestern Native American tribe. In the Navajo language, the word skinwalker is yee nagloshi. And translates to, he who walks on all fours. Eight, skinwalkers have only entered the public discord relatively recently compared to other phenomenon. In 1996, a team of scientists ventured into Utah into a Utah ranch to investigate the series of binar phenomenon. Nine, if their other powers aren't enough, skinwalkers are also said to be able to run incredibly long distances. Some say over 200 miles in one evening. Ugh. 10. Skinwalkers have a tendency to hang around graveyards and can dig up graves at an impossibly fast speed. I don't like these. (laughs) 11. While they can take many forms, many people who see them today describe them as hollowed out dog-like animals. Uh, Skinwalkers are said to recruit more skinwalkers themselves. There is some dispute in how this happens, but some say that there is an official ceremony and that skinwalkers only take their form with a gathering of people and specific chants. 13, with all of their advantages, it is said that you can kill a skinwalker if you call them by their true human name, Matthew. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, Jones, a test. What if I just fucking just... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like the Parasite episode of uh, Rick and Morty. Mr. Poopy Butthole uh 14 skinwalkers are most commonly encountered near native reservations although they have been seen all over the united states skinwalker ranch in utah is the most famous Doy. some people believe the rake which is commonly encountered in the northeast similar to a skinwalker and then there's videos real skinwalker caught on camera i'm gonna uh turn down the volume this video is three minutes long i'm just skipping through they look uh not pleasant yeah, they look like... Uh, I, I'm seeing, uh, for all the Harry Potter fans out there, Remus Lupin in his werewolf form and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Just nasty, punched yes. over skinny... The weird thing is that there's uh, so there were a
0: lot of stories of people saying that they saw something, like running across the road while they were driving, that uh, fit yeah. that description, or weird stuff. And then the crazy shit was when people were answering about them saying don't mention them to a Navajo because they believe once you mention it, then you bring attention to yourself from them. Voldemort. Basically, and the more you talk and the more you speak of them, the more they find you and they feed off of fear and can sense it and they track you down and that's when they want to possess you and it gives them power when you speak their name. It's just like it's weird how, like, something I've never heard of has a huge amount of people that know about it and are claiming that they've experienced it. Yeah. And it's not just, and it wasn't just, like, a threat of Navajos talking about it. It was yeah. just Bob from finance in Chicago like, oh, was yeah, driving down the road in a cornfield in Illinois, and something crazy happened at 2 in the morning. And he was saying, uh, I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I saw some weird shit at 2 o'clock in the morning driving home in Illinois, blah, 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 blah.
1: Mm. I love that kind of shit. Do you know? Ooh, spooky ghost stories. Ooh, spooky
0: spooky ghost. <laughs> spooky ghost.
1: <laughs> I wonder how much of it is just like, because so many of these things, A, happen at night. Low visibility. B, happen late, late at night. You got tired brain. Mm. Like, borderline hallucinating. Right. Not hallucinating, but like not interpreting things 100% properly. So, maybe they saw... A dog like across the street or an like, oh, it was a skinny dog witch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or a coyote. Yeah. Right. So what did you think
1: of the search and rescue officer? Did you read Wait, those? Dubs, there's so many more <laughs> what? fantasy creatures. Oh, what folklore okay. creature do you think really exists? There's so many good ones in okay. here. I'm sorry. Actually, Number I'm sorry. one. The top rated comment. The Kraken is almost definitely an extra thick colossal <laughs> squid and I want him found. <laughs> That's true, though. We've yeah. explored, what,
0: 2%, 4% of the world's oceans? Yeah, exactly. And we've already pulled up giant squids. Exactly. So the Kraken has to exist.
1: Someone uh, puts a Wikipedia article for deep-sea gigantism, saying yep. this is probably exactly what the Kraken is. I assume once your deep-sea gigantism gets to the point where you no longer have a natural predator, the only thing that can take you down is man. Um. So, yeah, I'm almost sure, like, Two, three hundred years ago, whenever Kraken folklore started coming about. And it's always from like Japan and like Europe, like people who go sailing and fishing and whaling.
0: So, what do you think, if we're being completely serious, besides the Kraken? Yeah. What folklore creature has the highest possibility of being real?
1: I think. I think a lot of them can be explained like if we had scientists that we have today back in the day when all of these folklore things came into being they could be like oh this is why you think that is that number one vampires crazy people who try to suck the blood of other people like schizophrenics just yes (laughs) just vampire was a schizophrenic a werewolf was a dude who got bit by a dog and got rabies and had like wolf-like features okay and then like through stories and stories oh he was really hairy oh he was as hairy as a wolf oh he turned into a wolf oh he was a man like wolf and he ran on all fours kraken 100 percent sure that's just a big-ass squid dragons dragons i don't know but like there i did see a good explanation of like a fire breathing flying lizard yeah like eastern that why the eastern european version of a dragon but what's also crazy about dragons is that so many completely separated cultures came up with dragons. exactly. Yeah, so dragons. <laughs> uh, like maybe dinosaur bones. I think that's like they dug up dinosaur bones.'re like, "What the fuck is this? Clearly it flew and breathed fire. <laughs> um, what else would it breathe? Yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: okay. Okay. Um, there was another this one. monster.
1: Loch Ness Monster, I don't know. Wasn't that one, it's like 99% it was a hoax or something like that. Like there was like a story of like, oh, there's a big creature in the lake. And then someone, that famous picture of the Loch Ness Monster was literally just a dude who went out into the lake with like a, a prop that looked a lot like it could be a brontosaurus or whatever. Oh, okay. The Loch Ness Monster was... Started as like a just a folklore thing. Like, this guy made a joke of it. Being careful real. kids, don't go in the lake. You'll get eaten by the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck accent that was. Scottish. It was like a <laughs> was, Scottish, Swedish. I was trying to do Scottish, <laughs> a little Swedish. Flair. I had no confidence, so I just let it do whatever. Not Swedish, Norwegian flair. Yeah, there, that's okay. That's uh okay. And then it just became like a folklore story, and then someone did a hoax to make it real or something like that, and it got extrapolated. Bigfoot. Um, I don't know if I've seen like an explanation of what Bigfoot probably was besides a hoax, because Bigfoot well, they call is it, relatively They're basically recent.
0: saying it's a North American ape. Yeah. right. Which technically could totally be a thing. Now,
1: yeah. But we haven't really found any evidence. No, and there's a lot was. of evidence against it,
0: but the one thing that has me going for it is Les Stroud. Who is that again? Les Stroud is, in my opinion the only true survival expert that's
1: been on TV. He's uh, the better version of Man Vs. Wild, right? He's Survivor Man. Yeah, Survivor Man.
0: So for those who don't know who never seen Survivor Man or don't know who Les Stroud is, he's a guy who would be dropped off in a situation in an environment with a bunch of cameras by himself and they gave him a week. Literally alone. So they would literally alone. So he they would always rescue him within a week no matter what just mm-hmm. in case something happened. He had a flare if he ever couldn't if he ever was in a situation where he thought he would die. He could set the flare, and they would come in and get him. So mm-hmm. they were always far enough away, so he couldn't track them. But he was far; they were always far enough away, but within range that they could see the flare. Yeah. Um, incredible show because the man had to do it by himself. So mm-hmm. he'd be dropped off, and it would show him setting up. He because he would they would edit it to show him lugging cameras to get shots yeah. of himself just trapezing through the snow, <laughs> then walking over and picking up cameras and putting them back in the Jesus. sled. Yeah. The man's a fucking badass and if you haven't heard his story uh, he said it I think he said it a couple times but the most famous way he put it was on the Joe Rogan experience where he talks about a time he was hunting in the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. hunting uh, camping in Pacific s- Northwest
1: Sasquatch land
0: yeah which is where it's rumored and he said that he was camping at night and he was in his tent and he heard a noise it's, he heard like an animal coming up and he knows how to deal with animals he's dealt with them enough times but he then said, it sounded exactly like an ape. It was like,
1: oh, my God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it was huge. It was the way it was stepping, the way it was hitting things. Yeah. And he froze. And he said, I believe something along the lines of just, he was trying to comprehend what would make that sound. Because he's thinking of a logical
1: creature. Exactly. He's just, not being like, <gasps> it's Bigfoot. And he's yeah. like, No because it's not real. Yeah, what exactly. is this? <laughs> so
0: is, is this a bear? How do I handle this attack? Is it a moose? Is it elk? Is it a deer? Is yeah. it a wolf? Is it a mountain lion? What the a grizzly? What the fuck is it? Yeah. And he said the way it was walking. And and the way it was it was yelling. Yeah. He 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 was just then, oh my god, is this Bigfoot?
1: Did he like see it or was he like inside the tent the whole time? He was
0: inside the tent. He was yeah. a, he was afraid to get out of his tent. God damn. So then he got out of his tent to try to see, and it, uh, after it ran off, see if he could catch a glimpse of it, and it was mm-hmm. gone. And now, ever since then, Les Stroud has been off the fucking map because he's been hunting it by himself <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest.
1: <laughs> I love that ending. <laughs> what? He's just—he's retired because he's fucking hunting Bigfoot now. <laughs> He, That's he's crazy. not on a show. He hasn't been interviewing. He's yeah. not on podcasts. He's not radioing. He's not doing any of that shit. So did like he say this on the Joe Rogan experience? Like yep. so I'm gonna be gone for a while. I don't know if he said on the on the podcast. Yeah. I think he said,
0: I need to figure this out. Yeah. Because he said, I've never heard this before. I've had no accounts of this. Something is going on. That's rad. And he's been I, like he's been trying it to. Find sounds it ever like since. it could
1: be a bear that a grizzly, or like a noise a grizzly bear would make. The
0: other thing that's really that's the only other real, and this is so there's not much going for Bigfoot. Les Stroud is one big piece. There's yeah. only one other piece. It's fucking huge. It's Jane Goodall. Yeah. Do you know who Jane Goodall is? Yeah,
1: she's the one who taught sign language to gorillas.
0: Yes, Jane Goodall has said in her in interviews when they when they ask her like. What are the actual possibilities of bigfoot she she's always said there's a very real possibility of a bigfoot he wouldn't bigfoot is just this cultural icon that's been creative mm. created but the idea of a north american uh ape yeah i forget the term like the scientific name yeah but primate primate is 100 percent a possibility she said we've explored not even half of the forests of the pacific northwest there's a mm. lot of untouched land. There's a lot, lot of land we can't cover. It's hard to determine what this species would be mm-hmm. because it's not a heavily populated species. Because yeah. we probably would have seen or heard it by now. Yep. Because they would have to have been like they would have heard humans at some point probably mm-hmm. or something would have attracted and piqued their interest, whether it's smoke or smells or something, or airplanes going overhead. Something would have intrigued them. But there's a very much, there's a very much real possibility that in our history, there was a quote unquote Bigfoot here in America.
1: Yeah, like or, maybe not necessarily anymore. Yeah, but
0: like somewhere in North America.
1: Yeah, in the forest.
0: Also, because also because l- guess what? Canada is I think like eighty percent forest. Yeah, because there's only the cities, and that's pretty much it. Yep. So God, yeah. I would
1: lose my freaking mind if it was confirmed that Bigfoot was real and like that old video from like the 80s or whatever like that classic lumbering. no because they
0: found out that was definitely a that was a hoax they, they found out 100% that's a hoax okay they found like the rented pieces of of suit that they used okay so they know it's a hoax but like I feel like nothing would happen it's like Bigfoot's
1: real I think a lot of people are like well Bigfoot's real and then they're just like, okay cool it would be uh, like that new photo of Pluto be like wow it looks so different okay okay <laughs>
0: that's cool that's cool
1: do you think they're going to storm area 51 uh, I think so. The new memes, the new meme template is like you take a TV show or you take a movie and you take all the characters and you rank them based off of uh, one makes memes about Area Fifty One. Two, like don't do that; it's stupid. Blah blah blah. And these are the characters that would be like that. Three, if we if we Naruto run, <laughs> the we, we can't get hit by bullets. And then like four is actually shows up to area 51 and five is actually gets in yeah i've seen those i think there's gonna be all the hotels are fully booked oh
0: my god did you know that no all the hotels in the area and immediate areas are all fully booked for those uh for that weekend jesus christ (laughs) have you seen the
1: pictures of air force people being trained yeah (laughs) i see that, that uh snapchat selfie guy like for fuck's sake, actually got called into a meeting on how to deal with the Area 51 memes. And then I saw someone post that as like a I am so happy that in 2019 memes have actually disrupted the United States Army. This is not sarcasm. I'm just glad that we accomplished something like this. One of them shows like a a sergeant doing the Naruto run as an example. Oh my
0: god. (laughs) Somebody said, fuck you guys. I actually have to sit here and watch this and it's
1: Jesus Christ.
0: I think... Um, and on the slide um, next to him, it says Naruto running. And underneath it has a picture of Naruto. A guy doing a Naruto run. And it says, running in a low stance with arms
1: like, out, like outstretched behind you Jesus. with head first. <laughs> Nerds think that this increases aerodynamic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that some people mm. will show up. And I think... I think most likely a bunch of people will group up together and start walking towards it or whatever or driving towards it and there's gonna be warning shots maybe more and more people military said they will shoot yeah oh yeah 100% Um, more and more people will chicken out and then either everyone will chicken out or a, a select few turbo dumbasses. (laughs) <laughs> will genuinely try and get murdered and we will hear about it and we'll have the same reaction as to when we hear that the couple people who ate Tide Pods died we will go okay and then move on with our day <laughs> press f for respect no just <laughs> yeah comma okay <laughs> like <laughs> uh. kids ate kids are joking that uh Tide Pods look like Ravioli, kids are starting to eat them and getting serious throat damage. A kid died, and you just go, Yep, yeah, that's that's Darwinism <laughs> that, in full that effect. Kid will not reproduce,
0: true, true. Um, can we please move on to the SAR? No,
1: please. <laughs> most of the ocean things I wouldn't be surprised by. <laughs> Um, True. Agreed. Agreed. Most people, this might be new to most people, but the jackalope actually does exist. Technically. Yes, I've seen that. The jackalope is a North American legend, a rabbit with antlers. In reality, it's a rabbit suffering from a virus that causes weird growths on its head that can be formed out of bone structure. Jackalope. Yeah, it's pretty horrifying to see megaconda it's a really 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 big anaconda and since these snakes grow continually throughout their lives i wouldn't be surprised if some have in the past gotten over 50 feet or more that sounds fine uh some Maori thing i don't feel like reading about another thing i don't feel like reading about russian yeti there was a three-hour documentary on discovery and it freaked me out (laughs) Um, <laughs> someone responded, it's actually just a typical Yeti, it just squats and wears an Adidas drag suit. <laughs> and then that Japanese as a, as a creature goal, with yeah. an eye on its butt all that runs up to you and moons you while looking at you. <laughs> while looking at you. Cheery um, me. Okay, cool. Talk about your scary, scary shit.
0: Well, first of all, did you read them?
1: Not really. Why? <laughs> I browsed them. It was so much. You sent me the raw text from the entire
0: comment. I was like, no, no. That was one comment about a Jesus. very plausible, a, a very real situation. A really, a really, a, a really pos-
1: uh, Plausible. Possibility. Okay. Uh, let me open it in my Reddit app. Um, what is the gist of it?
0: Of what? The the comment I sent you or the, the SAR post? Because there's six
1: parts. Post is l- oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, so this is part one. And I almost just said, God damn, this is long. And then at the end, it says part two is up. Wait, you haven't read any of these things? No. <laughs> Why? I read the text you sent, like the actual text, which was a comment for one of them.
0: Why didn't you read anything? Anything in that fucking so we post? can
1: read it live together. It's, oh my god, it's too long though. It's too long. Can I have Siri read it?
0: No, actually, you know what? Fine. If you okay, let me find a one that's a real good. I one. I
1: also here's here's how I feel. I don't know if I sent this in the text, but everything on No Sleep, the subreddit No Sleep, where this is from, I take with a grain of salt because a lot of it on there is just stories to scare people. Like that subreddit could be renamed Scary Stories, and it would have the same. Like, amount of truth and not truth.
0: Okay, you want to hear a good one? Yes. All right. This is a story from the uh, SAR Post Search and Rescue. One of the scariest things I've ever had happen to me involved the search for a young woman who have gotten separated from her hiking group. We were out until late at night because the dogs had picked up her scent. When we found her, she was curled up under a large, rotted log. She was missing her shoes and pack, and she was clearly in shock. She didn't have any injuries. We were able to get her to walk with us back to base ops. Along the way, she kept looking behind us and asking us why that big man with black eyes was following us. What? We couldn't see anyone, so we just wrote it off as some weird symptom of her shock. But the closer we got to base, the more agitated this woman got. She kept asking me to tell him to stop making faces at her. At one point, she stopped and turned around and started yelling into the force, saying that she wanted him to leave her alone. She wasn't going to go with him, she said, and she wouldn't give us to him. We finally got her to keep moving, but we started hearing these weird noises coming from all around us. It was almost like coughing, but more rhythmic and deeper. It, it was almost insect-like. I don't really know how else to describe it. When we, were, when we were within sight of base ops, the woman turns to me, and her eyes are the widest I can imagine a human could open them. She touches my shoulder and says, He, tells, he says to tell you to speed up. He doesn't like looking at the scar in your neck. I have a very small scar in the base of my neck, but it's hidden under my collar from my jacket, and I have no idea how, she, how this woman saw it. Right after she says that, I hear the weird coughing again right next to my ear, and I almost jumped out of my skin. <laughs> I hustled her to ops, trying not to show how freaked out I was, but I have to say I was really happy when we
1: left the area that night. <laughs> <laughs> One, scary as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Two, could be totally fabricated. (laughs) Like, it's on no sleep. There are literally things on there where the comments are like, this was a great scary story. I will be telling it to my friends for years. So, are they all fake stories, you think? I don't... Like, a lot of them are. There's probably... I think there's people who use it to put real stories on, and there's people who don't know that there are a lot of fake stories on it so they just think, oh, this is a subreddit where you tell sc- creepy shit that's happened to you. Right. Ugh, ugh that makes me so uncomfortable. True. <laughs> Big man with black eyes. And the right. fact that she, like, had no damage to her, like, she was just freaked out and didn't have shoes. Ugh. Yeah, yuck.
0: So, here's, here's a fun one. Uh... He said he talked to one of his friends at a at a like a like conference mm-hmm. who does uh, search and rescue, but he's in the helicopter. So he says, this is the story that he told me when we were at the conference, and I asked him if he remembers any kind of weird stories. He says, the little boy vanished from a picnic area in the late fall. In addition to a mental disability, he was also physically handicapped. And his parents explained over and over again to us that he simply could never have vanished. It was impossible. Someone had to have taken him, et cetera, et cetera. My buddy said they searched for this kid for weeks, going miles out of the accepted search range, but it was like he'd never been around. The dogs never picked up a scent, not even the picnic area where he apparently vanished from. So, of course, suspicion falls on the parents, but it was pretty clear after investigation that they were just devastated and they never did anything sinister in the situation. The search was concluded about a month later, and my buddy said we all pretty much moved on from it later on in the winter. He was put out on a training op in the snow that winter on one of the higher peaks, When he came across something in the snow, he said he saw it from far away at first, but as he got closer, he realized it was a shirt frozen and only partially sticking out of the powder. He recognized it as belonging to the the missing kid because it had
1: like a photo or something
0: because it had the same pattern from the picture from from a picture. He my buddy said there was. Uh, oh yeah, About 20 yards away, he was able to find the kid's body, laying partially buried in the snow. My buddy said there was no way the kid had been dead for any more than a few days, and even though he'd been missing for almost three months. The kid was curled around something, and when my buddy brushed the snow off to see what it was, he said he couldn't believe what it was. It was just a giant chunk of ice that had been carved crudely to look like a person. The kid was holding it super tight, and the kid was frostbitten to it with his chest and hands. And my buddy could tell that even with the decay that's taking place, he froze holding it. He died holding the, this ice thing. Mm-hmm. He radioed the rest of the crew, and they took the body off the mountain. Uh, as he was recapping the story to me, he, w- he kept shaking his head about how he could never wrap around the fact that this kid somehow survived for three months on his own and got into this high peak. There was no physical way this child could have walked almost 50 miles and ended up on the top of a goddamn snow mountain. To top it off, there was nothing in the kid's stomach or colon. Nothing, not even water. My buddy said it was like the kid got taken off the face of the earth, frozen in animation, and then dropped off on the mountain months later to die to exposure. He's never gotten over that one because he never figured it out.
1: That one's weird as fuck. That one's weird as fuck. (laughs) There's six pages of weird shit like this. (sighs) Are these... (laughs) Are these all from the same guy? Like it's one guy posting all these stories? He's posting like, the
0: stories, but he openly admits when the story is not his. He goes, oh, my! this is my friend. She does ice rescues. This person does yeah. high altitude mountain rescues. This person does standard search and rescue. This person is a training op, training uh, operator and he runs trainings and he used to be a senior search guy and stuff like this.
1: Damn. Uh... Were you just reading all of these one night? Like this was your entire night? I've read six of all six. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why I was sending them to you because I was reading all of them. Damn. Oh. Uh, the, here's a, He said, here's a, here's some random weird facts and here's a good one. The body of a 10-year-old girl with Down syndrome was found about 20 miles from where she was listed as missing. She had died of exposure three weeks after going missing and all of her clothes were intact except for her shoes and jacket. There were berries and cooked meat in her stomach when they did the autopsy. The, cor- the coroner said it appeared as if someone had been taking care of her during that time mm. there's been no suspects ever identified mm. and no evidence around to be able to isolate a, a perpetrator Yuck. shit like that right yeah the frozen body of a one year old baby found a week after vanishing in the hollow trunk of a tree ten miles from the area he was seen last there was fresh milk found in the stomach during the, uh, the autopsy but his tongue was cut out alright
1: that's enough <laughs> What's your next subject of conversation? Well, I was gonna say
0: one of the freakiest comments of that was what this, what that big block paragraph was. Was basically this guy saying that if you look around in nature, you know, there's in every almost every species there's a predator mm-hmm. that lures prey that doesn't hunt prey but yeah. lures prey. And he says, "Look, I'm a trail guide and backpacker. I've been doing this for an extremely long time." I can't explain everything I see in the wild, but I could tell you this. There's something that we all, on a primal level, are afraid of. Mm-hmm. It's not just the dark. There's times when we just know something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And there's a sense that we don't touch often, unless we're in the woods a lot, that you realize you're being watched. Yeah. You realize that you're in danger. And you realize something is wrong. Uh, he said, if I give you any word of caution from my own experiences, it's this act like your life depends on it when you're in the wild Mm. and he says don't go into the wild alone don't stray from your camp especially at night don't answer or seek out any of the calls you mysteriously hear in the night don't try to figure stuff out do not believe what you see with your own eyes (laughs) believe believe yourself and your partner like just that's it um and he said uh what's something he was saying is that there's something that scares me throughout all my years and that's if you're a hunter of, he says this if you're a hunter of opportunity there's no better prey than the young the weak or the old and the alone and you find those the most in state parks the large state parks out in the Midwest yeah or in the Northwest that's where you find the most opportunities yeah. as a hunter if you were to hunt Ugh. something right he says it's I've always wondered if it's possible. If there's something that's so old so skilled so clever so cunning it's not just a a being but a species that has developed a specialized survival skill of preying on lost or solitary humans or confused people or weak people yeah he's like is it possible that a predator in the natural world can lure trap and like like hypnotize their prey in a way he says this example exists in every single part of the animal kingdom, whether it's fish, bird, insect. Yeah, like
1: angler fish yep, at the bottom of the ocean and stuff like
0: that. In every species, there's a, something like this, but we never have a documented one for humans. Is it because, and he says, <laughs> is if it does it exist because there's no prey that has survived? So there's no way to really can recount of any kind of stories of this other than all of our quote-unquote weird experiences in the forest and the quote-unquote like freaky stories we have at night when we've gone hiking or something. Yeah, He says, what if this species was su- entire success dependent on the successful hunts of humans? So it, by now it would have to be so good and so clever. That's the reason why we'd have no record or memory of it because right. we haven't been able to track it. and no, never
1: been able to isolate it. I mean, pro- never even thought to track it. <laughs> yeah.
0: He, he was like the same way that there's no insect that ever survived an encounter with a trapdoor spider
1: because
0: yeah. it's fucking dead he says so that would mean the hunting approach must be by a case by case basis they lure different prey depending on age depending on weight depending on body type and mm-hmm. they must know that there's some kind of ability to read us and know how to lure us into a trap mm-hmm. and we can't that's when they get their prey um, yeah he that, says like- and he says you've all felt it you've He's like if you've been in the woods you've uh, if you go in the woods a lot you know when things get quiet you know when something's watching you know when something's waiting you know you your gut tells you something's not right and maybe it's your mind playing tricks or maybe it's a primitive part of our our genetics that we don't touch in day-to-day life enough to understand what it really is but we know something's wrong. Mm. And he says I mean it's the siren to the hunter. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it's the The siren call, yeah, exactly. We realize is happening, and we don't know what's up, and the goosebumps and the hair goes up, and we start getting, yeah. He says, um, yeah, he says. Long story short, what I'm getting at is not only take care of yourself when you're in the woods, but just listen to that voice and that thing because (laughs) it's it's better if you do.
1: Yeah. Oh God, it's (laughs) so a amazing plot for a horror movie, like. But imagine a movie about, like, there's been this creature that's been on Earth this whole time. Fuck a plot. That's a possibility. Yeah. That's a possibility. It's a possibility. I think it's way out there. Like, like just satellites. What are the chances that this Satellites thing...
0: can't peek through trees. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, but all the tracking... All the things that we do to just survey land and, like, sonar in the ground and stuff like that, like i don't know though like i can't say for sure that something like that doesn't exist on, it just I'm sounds very
0: look up unlikely. Pacific northwest been exp- i'm trying to see how much of the pacific northwest has been explored
1: yeah because jane goodall said like less than half of it but like how long ago is that she was around in like the 60s and 70s right she's still around really i think she's still alive i think she's in her late 80s early 90s she's pretty old how old is jane goodall Jane Goodall is 85 years old. Damn, she's alive. Sorry, Jane. S- I know she's a fan. Right? Didn't yeah. know she was alive, but I do know she listens to this Lord. show. Northwest forest.
0: It's a forest, right? That's what you would say? It's a
1: big-ass forest.
0: Big-ass forest. Uh, and It's an old-growth forest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Because
1: they have all those, like, massive trees. True. That I've had
0: 350 like- to 750 years old. Ugh, the oldest were about
1: a thousand years old mm-hmm. holy shit yeah. uh, da, 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 da. Um. how that's... much of the Pacific Northwest has been explored I cannot talk recently uh, ba, ba, ba. I don't know I don't think that's a thing that's tracked or measured really yeah I don't know if they're trying to explore it yeah <laughs> no there's that fucking crazy predator out there <laughs> There's some like
0: creepy, creepy shit of like, the amount of stories that people have said about a faceless being that just yeah. screams like a like a mountain lion. Yeah. And if you know what a mountain lion sounds like, it sounds uh, like
1: horrifying. A, it sounds like a woman getting murdered. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is an audio podcast, so I'm gonna pull up a mountain lion scream. Oh God. Sorry in advance. How um, much of the? And then scene. after this, I think this will be a great transition to. Jesus. That's a mountain lion. God, this is the creepiest episode of anything I've ever even heard. Isn't that that just fucking... Imagine just camping and you start hearing that. Uh, Nope, 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 nope. (laughs) Just bury me in the ground.
0: Get me away from this any way possible. Oh, man. Somebody said that they... I mean, this sounds like a fake story, but he was saying they had reports of a mountain lion. Mm -hmm. This is in the the same one of the guys in in that comment thread. And he said, well, my friend went out to go investigate and he had to map it with his partner and they both fucking hate dealing with mountain lions. So they're out and about. I mean, why would you want (laughs) to deal with them? (laughs) Yeah. So he's out and about. They're trying to find the territory. So once they find the territory, they can mark it and they can start trying to find where its lair is yeah and just kind of like say that's the tone base so you know what you're dealing with exactly and he said they kept hearing the scream and they and the guy was saying it's you know how unnerving it is hearing it because it's it sounds like somebody dying mm-hmm. and it's really just the mountain lion something weird about this was that the screams kept getting closer <laughs> which usually isn't the case with mountain lions usually they'll try to run away from humans yeah but in this case it was getting closer and he said well we have pistols. We're not supposed to discharge them almost ever. And yeah. there's a big investigation where we do. Yep. So it's not like we wanted to shoot a mountain lion. But something about how it was screaming was really weird. And then he says, eventually we f- think we find the marking territory of it. So my friend was like, I'm going to go piss real quick. So his friend goes off like behind a tree next to him to piss. And he said he heard twigs and something walking over. And he turned. And it looked like a person climbing over. Like climbing over the tree to come see them, yeah. And he reached and he spoke out to him and said, "Hey, how are you, sir? Like, are you lost or you're okay?" And then this person started doing the. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So he pulled out his gun and he immediately pointed at him and just said, "He was just like, stop moving, stop moving." And this, the guy had a hood up and he just kept walking while screaming. And then finally, he shot at the ground in front of the guy and it stopped. And then he said, when he looked at it, he couldn't see anything below its eyes. Ugh. So like when he looked up, he said, he said, maybe it was the adrenaline, I don't know. It didn't look like it had a mouth. All I saw was just these weirdly red, like not like glowing red eyes, but bloodshot eyes. And the screaming just continued. And that's when my friend came running over and he started screaming. My, my partner was yelling like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and it just turned around and ran on all fours and left. And he said, I
1: just felt a new sensation in my body. I just felt goosebumps appear on my butt. <laughs> he said, Like, my butt cheeks are tingling right now. And he said,
0: it was worth the investigation into why my gun was discharged, the paperwork of it. Yeah. But we immediately radioed in and marked the territory and just said, this is no-go territory and ran the fuck out of there as fast as we could.
1: Jesus yeah that's nope times a thousand <laughs> like
0: and that's why the comment i sent you because this is the comment that filled that was perfectly filling my mind of what i thought after six pages of stories like that mm-hmm. this was a comment that somebody wrote about reading like part six man this is in part six yeah Man, this sub has ruined me. (laughs) Fuck the woods. Fuck nature. Fuck being alone in it. Fuck stairs. Fuck Bigfoot. Fuck having kids. Fuck mountain lions. Fuck the dark. Fuck being alone in it. Fuck strangers. In fact, fuck ever being outside in a group of less than five capable adults. (laughs) Fuck abandoned anything. Fuck mysterious noises. Fuck animals. Fuck unlocked doors. Fuck windows. Fuck wide open clearings. Fuck crying people. Fuck everything. I'm staying in my house on Reddit. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That guy.
0: There was some... So oh, he, creepy. Shears. Like one another. Crazy story was um, another missing kid. They they never found him. They expanded the search radius. They were twenty miles outside of the search zone, and they found the they found a scent, and they fucking tracked the kid down. The kid was dead and stuffed in a tree.
1: Hey, tell me about that one.
0: No, no, but no, no a baby, no. right? The baby.
1: Yeah, did you say it was like a one-year-old or whatever with milk in its stomach?
0: No, that was a different story. Jesus. That's a different story. Stuffing
1: people in trees. (laughs) And it was
0: just like, holy fuck. And it was weird because they said they couldn't find out what killed him. But I guess when they did the autopsy, there were holes inside his organs. Mm. So it was weird because the holes looked like clean punched holes. So he was saying the coroner couldn't figure out why there was random clean punched holes inside the body. And they couldn't find any signs of parasites or any kind of infection, they had no clue why but clearly that killed the kid but they couldn't determine the cause of these circles, these holes inside every organ
1: sorry, you were saying I took you to my favorite pizza place (laughs) I don't know how to transition away from this, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like that guy who ran away from the faceless thing well, I wanted to get your opinion on those kind of stories. They're fucking horrible. Because you love camping. You love going on hikes. You love... Yeah, touring. not anymore. <laughs> no, I love camping and going on hikes, which I do in the daytime. And when you're camping, you... Like, it's like dusk to dawn to dusk, right? Like, it's not... You do not have the same hours that you do in, like, your normal day, your normal life. Like, right now, it's... and it's pitch black out, and you would be fast asleep if you were camping, Um, because there's nothing to do when you're outside, and it's pitch black, and it's creepy, so you're just like, I'm just going to sleep through it, be unconscious.
0: You know, mono creepy? Hmm. The actual stories of animal attacks. Yeah. Have you heard those? Yeah, those suck. Of, like, bears walking into camp. Ooh, your tent
1: smells good. I'm in it now. What are you going to (laughs) do?
0: And they paw it, and they like they try to see what it is, what and is it this? moves.
1: Yeah, it smells like M and M's.
0: Can you imagine dealing with that? I told you the story about the about Steven right? Who? With Steven Ranella with the wolves.
1: No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they started like circling in and whatever, and yeah, yuck, yuck. Can you imagine <laughs> that feeling?
0: Oh my god, that's he like had, adrenaline, fight or, or flight a, to the max. He has a crazier story where a bear attacks their campsite because they killed an elk. Mm, and the and bear came it. to claim it. Yeah. And they had no idea what was happening. And the bear fucking came charging through camps And they had no idea and they're scrambling with their guns and I think one guy got trapped, got stuck on top of the bear. Mm. And the bear ran
1: through something and knocked the dude off. Thank God. And the
0: bear was trying <laughs> to was like
1: yeah. damn. I saw a video recently of uh, on uh, nature's fucking metal or whatever nature's metal yeah. of two grizzlies fighting like two male grizzlies fighting over something and good lord is it rough like and, I want nothing to do with those and like each of them were holding their own cuz they're both grizzly bears right but like w- like they were swiping and like boxing at each other and eventually one lost cuz like it got swiped in its nose and its nose was like hanging off that's a grizzly bear. Like one swipe they're from me, so, you're gone. They're so strong. Yeah. This
0: is something that I don't. I don't think people realize how strong they are. Yeah. I think they just go, "Oh, it's a bear, mm, bear." They don't realize it's the size of a car. Yeah.
1: And they're
0: like two thousand pounds, and it's so strong. It can. It can just. If it
1: hits you. Yeah.
0: If it you're swung crumpled. at you <laughs> in full force, thinking that you are prey or predator, uh, prey or prey or a threat. Like you,
1: you, I don't know what would happen to you, but <laughs> like if it like slapped you, like no claws, just like the pads of his things, like slap oh, you. Full you would force. have internal bleeding. You, internal bleeding, like blunt force, like broken bones. Broken bones. If the claws get involved, you're like. You're losing a you're, limb. You're, you're sent through a paper shredder, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. There's the story of the bear, uh,
0: the bear whisperer, the guy who thought he could, like, Yeah, beat uh, Beth- uh, Grizzly Man. Grizzly Man, and he had, like, a suit on, like, yep. an armored suit to try to, like, kick- I love you, bear. And the bear just. <laughs> <laughs> murdered him. Fucked him, killed him yeah. through a metal suit. Yeah.
1: Just fucking, like, wham! Killed him I immediately. I don't think. Uh, the Grizzly Man was killed in a metal suit
0: some dude was killed in a metal suit trying yeah. to get close to a bear Yeah, thinking that he was safe in a I remember metal hearing suit about
1: that. I think it was like a Russian dude or something yeah and it was just a nope. suit of armor what was that
0: steel I don't give a fuck <laughs> punching right yeah, through that fuck thing fuck off right through that anyways yes let us talk
1: about our
0: little city pizza experience
1: okay <laughs> I was gonna add one more thing but I don't wanna go back no, no, no. add it add it <laughs> So, uh, everything on No Sleep, I think I figured it out what makes No Sleep so good. They always draw on humans' fear of the unknown. Like this screaming guy in the woods and you can't see his mouth it's like i've never heard of that before what is yeah. that like yeah. everything on no sleep is something i've never heard of before and it freaks you out because if it's a story that you've heard of before it's like oh yeah it's bigfoot you got attacked by bigfoot or oh a ghost ghost in his room that it makes sense it was a ghost this is a ghost story but like that what the hell that's new it's creepy i've never heard of it i don't know how to deal with it I don't know what I would do in that situation. There's no movies to tell me what to right, do. Like right, There's no right, ghost right. movies. There's, there's no is, stab it with a wooden stake. There's a guy with bullets. a
0: really good point about a... It wasn't supernatural in any way. He said, I'm, uh, I'm a Tsar and I have a history of cutting down trees. So they knew I had tree climbing experience. They said that they thought there was a body at the top of a tall tree Ugh. that they couldn't get to, and they wanted me to investigate. So I climbed up, and once I got high enough, I saw the body and the body was like the the it was it's the body's entrails was draped all over the branches it was the equivalent of a body impacted from high height and exploded inside out Mm -hmm. but it was placed inside like among these tree branches and i there's no explanation to why the body would be like that it wasn't eviscerated by something that could do that up there so he said i don't know what would have done this or how this guy is dead up here looking like this and he said, "There's no way I'm collecting this guy's guts and strapping him on me to climb down." So I just pushed him down with a stick, oh. <laughs> and and I got down and I yelled at the chief and I just said, "Like fuck you for sending me up there." What the like, the fuck is wrong with you? Do you have any idea of this? And then she just said, "We knew it wasn't good, but we didn't think it was that." And He just goes, "Well, fuck you," and blah blah. blah. And he like, I guess he talks about how they got in a fight about it, and uh, God, he's this he's, episode is so
1: gross. How and he just said. <laughs>
0: He just said, I had no idea that's what I was going to see. I knew it was going to be bad. Like, the yeah. dead body's fine. But the way it was, like, yeah. inside out was just... Anyways, Little City Pizza.
1: <laughs> Maybe, like, next week. I don't...
0: But first of all, let's talk of... You set the precedent of the context of Little City Pizza for us.
1: It's really good. You've been going there for years. <laughs>
0: your family. You can't shift gears that fast. Just gotta move on just
1: gotta go just gotta go yeah y- go. it's like watching a double feature of like saw and then toy story <laughs> like <laughs> i'm not ready for this you're just um shocked i am little city pizza we've been talking about pizza a lot we have a partially pizza podcast I would say. Yes. <laughs> we talk about whatever. Remember last week after we finished recording we talked about how we really like to focus on movies and video games and pizza. <laughs> it's been an hour <laughs> talking about it's Okay.
0: It's okay. It's creepy. Yeah. Okay. Pizza, pizza pizza pizza.
1: Pizza pizza uh, pizza. pizza. <laughs> Actually, hold on. First let me talk about kombucha. Oh, no, we
0: should lead up to kombucha. Okay.
1: Okay. We should lead up to kombucha. Okay. Um, so, Little City Pizza. Uh, little City Pizza. We've so, been talking about pizza a lot. You took me out to Crust with a K. Which in is Middleton. my favorite place. It was so good. Um, so different, by the way, from Little City Pizza, as I'm sure yes. you'd agree. Yes. Completely different styles. Crust was like a, what, like a 12 inch little guy, very puffy, like yep. very soft, melt in your mouth kind of deal. Yep. Oh, delicious. I want to get it again soon. But, um, like, very, it felt very, like, almost fine dining. Like, it had that kind of, we really care about the way we're making this. It was it's like airy dough. Yeah. Airy. There was a
0: lot of, f- not fluff, but air. There was yeah. a lot of air inside. Yeah. It. yeah. So it was very light. It's very porous. So it's weird because you can like slam almost a whole pizza yeah. and you feel good up until the very moment you don't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, <then laughs> and you're like, uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I hit a wall 10 pieces ago. <laughs> I ate a lot of pizza right now. <laughs> I blew past yeah.
0: it. Right. Um, Little city. Well, you had bar, which is another oh, and staple line.
1: Staple. It, great. I would put it way up there. In that's, my, my go-to my in, top that's my go-to list. in New Haven. Yeah. It, that's New Haven style, like through and through. Right. But what did
0: you think about the fact that it was garlic, bacon, mashed potato pizza? I love that. You didn't think it was too heavy? I also
1: had a plain cheese. You also had a plain cheese. Because you got to judge a pizza restaurant by their plain cheese, which we didn't get at Crust. We got the meat lovers, or I think it was and just the called sunny, meat. And the sunny side. Sunnyside, which was just crazy and different, and I loved it, um which we talked about we don't have to talk yep. about it again, but the meat was basically their cheese pizza, but with a bunch of meat on it. I would like to go back and just get their cheese pizza, okay, although I feel like with crust, their specialty pizzas severely are so much better than their plain cheese, but like I don't know there's something like the purest in me, like you gotta you gotta get the cheese okay. like.
0: Well, we didn't do that. At Little City
1: Pizza. No, did no we you? did not.
0: <laughs> so, Little City Pizza is, in your opinion, the best pizza in Connecticut.
1: It's my. It's my favorite. It's your. Okay. It's your that favorite. is the way I will frame this. Okay. Because I'm sure, if I really broke it down and like take every part of the pizza, the crust, the like overall taste, the blah blah blah, the reheatability, if that's a thing that it should be graded on, I, it would probably end up being something else. But it's New Haven style. I think Little City is like named after like New Haven, I think. Okay, I don't know. Um, delicious, another place I think I've had their cheese pizza like twice because like yeah, it's cheese pizza. Okay. Um, and like once you've had a place's cheese pizza, unless their specialties are garbage, you get their specialties, and Little City specialties are amazing. My favorite is the barbecue chicken pizza, which, which is done got. very differently than in most places barbecue chicken. I think. Also, that's one of the pizzas we got. Yep. And then the other one we got is the little city, which I think I described on the last episode. Maybe
0: with the melted leeks.
1: Melted leeks. Don't know what that is. Meant to ask the waitress. It's, what? Could you detect them at all? Yeah. I think what, it's just like,
0: reduced leeks.
1: So it's like, almost like a puree. Like I, I, I would imagine they,
0: they if if I were making melted leeks i would reduce them and yeah. then i would uh blend them
1: yeah so maybe just to add that flavor and i don't know really what a leek tastes like so i couldn't pick up that flavor really okay. there are also so many very strong flavors in there yes yes there were so i've set the stage little city it's new haven style it's in avon it used to be in simsbury um it used to be very close to my parents house so we'd get it all the time now it's 17 minutes from my parents house mm-hmm. little city if you're listening Let's move on back. Um, maybe come to Manchester, expand a little bit. Um, get some chains going here. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's time for you to branch out. You, you already moved locations. That wasn't that hard. You guys are doing great. Now it's time to get another location. Yes. Yes. How did you like it?
0: The pizza overall or the specific flavors?
1: I don't know. Just where does, where does your heart want to take you to talk about this? Mm. Yes. Mm. We talked a lot about it. We did. We talked, I think, too much about it. I think we said everything that needs to be said. But we need to rehash it again for here. So yeah.
0: Little City Pizza. Oh, he does... took
1: off his glasses. <laughs> 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 my God. <goodness. sighs> so,
0: Little City Pizza does two things that are not only, in my opinion, unique. But also, in my opinion, are really big points into why they're, I think their pizza is, is it does so well. Mm-hmm. One is they don't have a traditional crust. Yeah. So, most pizzas, g- Greek style pizzerias, uh, New Haven style pizzerias, uh, well, Chicago's its own fuckery, uh, New York style <laughs> pizzerias, yep. California its own fucking horrible mess. But and Italian pizzas, they all focus on a fluffy, airy crust or a crunchy, almost like pretzel-style crust where it's its own separate thing. Most yeah. places do that. We have a a like a real crunchy crust, or we have a real fluffy, airy, light crust, or we have a real puffy, et cetera, et cetera. Each, the crust is usually handled a very special way with pizza. It's almost like the cleanser. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like the ginger with uh, sushi. Are you talking about like the outside crust? Yes. Okay. The outside crust. Yeah, 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 the yeah. rim. The gotcha. Crust, the crust not of Not like slice, the whole dough. Not the bottom. Got it. The crust of the slice. Got it. Uh, the end piece. The end piece crust. <laughs> it's almost like a cleanser in most pizzas where you finish the pizza and then the crust is a plain standalone breadstick. where yeah. you're just having a breadstick to wash the palate clean to just have the taste of bread mm-hmm. before you go back into... The mixture of the cheese and the sauce and the basil or whatever seasoning on it or the whatever crazy shit they got going on. The cool thing about the Little City Pizza is that they didn't really do that. It was more of you're getting the flavor of the pizza to the edge of the dough. Yeah. Now, it wasn't on every slice which I also liked. But the majority of both pizzas of both pizzas, of both styles of pizza, the barbecue chicken and the little city pizza, mm-hmm. had the toppings and the sauce and everything go all the way to the fucking edge yeah. of the pizza, which I thought was super cool because it's this is part number 2. It ties right into part number 2. Mm-hmm. The entire pizza is the same density Thickness. yeah yeah it's this it's not like most pizzas which are super thin in the middle and then it begins to get bigger and bigger and bigger and then there's this big thing you grab at the end yeah and then you pick it up and the whole thing falls forward and flops because it doesn't have the the rigid or the structural integrity to maintain mm-hmm. uh, really a form little city pizza does so it was really cool to not only pick up a slice and be and see like minimal droopage
1: oh just yeah really only good maybe rigidity
0: tip tip just went boop, that was it. Just a little little banana just boop at the end. That was it. But it was also the fact that as you ate it, because the density was the same, not only did you feel like it was taxing to continue eating through the slice, mm-hmm. but when you got to the quote-unquote crust, the outside edge of yeah. the slice, it still had toppings and sauce and cheese on it. Yeah. But because it was the outside edge of the pizza and it wasn't condensed with other toppings next to it, it gets burned. So it's almost... It's almost like getting toast, where the middle part—well, uh, actually, to keep it in pizza terms. It's almost like getting a, a, a like toast, where it's soft. It's soft but warm in the middle, mm-hmm. and as you get to the edge, it gets crispier. Yeah, and darker. <laughs> it was. It's like that. It's the same flavor across, but the flavor does. It's the flavor. It's the same ingredients across. Yeah. Like if you buttered that whole piece of toast with melted butter. Right. It's the same ingredient, but the flavor changes because the actual toast gets cooked more. Yeah. And that's what I felt was really cool with this because it was satisfying until the very end where it almost changed, changed flavors a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just enough to think, oh, wow, this is this is really good. And then when you finish it and you start another bite of a new pizza, you still get, get that cleansing flavor feeling of yeah. i want to get back into this
1: exactly you're just you're welcomed back in because yes. it's like hey you didn't have to stray too far to eat that breadstick let's just keep this train of rolling that too the same density of their pizza being flat across
0: it, it's cool because i feel like they they don't want to fill you up on this outside thick crazy thing yeah it's like how about instead of giving you breadsticks after each piece of pizza you just get pizza Yeah, and you just get to eat the whole pizza. Yeah, you get the you want those toppings? Well, you got them across the whole fucking experience. Yep, and not just oh, let me have a collection of crusts because I don't feel like eating breadsticks at this point. Exactly, you know what I mean?
1: Crust on your plate, like chicken wing bones.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the things I don't like about crust with a K. The restaurant, while I it is probably my favorite pizza spot, and I think for me the tastiest Mm because I just I fucking love their dough. They are. They are guilty of doing that, of bread having, sticks. of having breadsticks at the end, and it's it's while well, it's good. Remember, I told you, you can almost mush it into a ball. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so soft. It's so soft, which is nice, but at the same time, it's like this isn't appealing to me. Yeah, like yeah, having a dough ball or a bread ball is is cool, like a garlic knot. But I wanted the pizza flavor. The pizza flavor is the part that that's fucking good. That's why I want I'm here. <laughs> I, yeah, I want more of the the, the, the white sauce pizza. Mm-hmm. Not the cooked bread piece that I could have if I just go buy a loaf of bread yeah. and just eat the outside of it. You know, that's that's basically what it is. If you took a loaf of bread and just ate it like an apple. Like
1: a corn on the cob. Or, yeah, I'm sorry. Corn on the cob. And you just ate it like
0: a corn on the cob.
1: That, that sounds so good. That's what I'm doing on
0: my way home. But that's the crust of a pizza. Yeah. That's basically what it is. It's it's a burnt end with a little bit of the initial flavor from the inside, but that's it.
1: You know what's crazy you know? about what you think is so cool about Little City <laughs> That's very atypical for them. Like, there was that one barbecue piece that I took that was close to me that was the most, like, flavor right to the edge. Like, it was literally to the edge. You could not see the crust. That I've never seen that before on Little City Pizza. It's typically, it's like, like, bar. Like, it's just classic New Haven style. It's like a, a solid half inch all the way around. It's a very thin, like, edge of the crust. But it's not right to the edge.
0: That's the other thing I liked about Little City Pizza. The fact that like the little city pizza Mm -hmm. the ingredient list is huge yeah right but the blend of it isn't heavy at all yep the flavors accentuate each other yes and you don't get heavy off of the dough off of the crust of the pizza yeah yeah. you get full on the toppings exactly which feels so much better hence why i was ready for dessert when we were done because (laughs) i was i felt so good because i wasn't full of bread i was full of chicken and melted leeks and garlic and cheese and just yep. all these beautiful things mm. you know the so I never I'm never a huge fan of barbecue chicken pizza either yeah and I'll be honest it was a little tangy for me because I'm just personally not a big fan of barbecue chicken Yeah. In general, which I love what you love but You are right. The two things that they did that were really unique was the fact that they didn't lazily drizzle barbecue sauce like every other fucking place does. Yeah, it's the fact that they cooked barbecue sauce on it gives that barbecue sauce a different depth of flavor compared to just raw, cold, room temperature or cold, raw, room temperature barbecue sauce getting splattered on. Yeah. I'm not trying to drink
1: baby rays here. (laughs) The fact that they cooked it. Yeah, they use barbecue sauce as the base. So it's not like red sauce, chicken, and then here's your barbecue sauce. Or red sauce and then chicken tossed in barbecue sauce. It was base of barbecue sauce, which, like, I didn't grow up on Little City, but, like, it was my most of the barbecue chicken pieces I had. So, like, at this point, it's what I've come to expect. So when I get that lazy barbecue chicken, I'm like, what the fuck Fuck are you guys doing? What is this? Give up. Yeah, and then they have caramelized onions.
0: It's... Oh, which just accentuates the barbecue even more. Yep, it mm. was a little sweet for me, but it was super tangy, which I liked. Yeah, it wasn't super heavy as well, which is a big fear with barbecue sauce—is that it's just you need to you need to wash it down with something. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like that. Um, little City kicks ass, man. Little City Pizza is doing something really cool because it—I it, never heard of it until you said it. Yeah clearly they're known in their community because yeah. that place is hopping yep and it was a really good pizza experience yeah it was a very different pizza experience than crust where it was let's have bourbon ah yes we'll have a double mm. of uh double <laughs> of bookers neat please thank you very much you, it, you walk in and you shout pizza and Yeah, like they bring a pizza over to your table <laughs> it, yeah little city had a i like the atmosphere of little city too it yeah. was much more chill yep uh, it, the demographic is is a nice mix it, yeah it's, it, it's
1: like townies basically which is nice it, yeah it's
0: a nice it's a nice towny spot the um yeah man that pizza that pizza was really good that pizza was very very good I love that, i'm really glad i got a beer because mm-hmm. i don't really drink a that much and b a lot of beer but it was it just felt right mm-hmm.
1: with that pizza yeah exactly
0: and it was and they served beer in the proper glasses which is also really nice yep. i had a I had a hazy IPA that they put in the proper drinking glass. And not yep. just, oh, you want a beer. All beers go in pint, like tall pint glasses. Yeah, so, exactly. Well, no, there's different <laughs> glasses for different styles of, of, of beer. Um, and they paid attention to that, which is really nice. Because most fucking places, most places don't. They say, fuck off.
1: Yep. We only have glasses. Or I got a cider. And they gave it to me in a chilled glass with a can of cider in the fucking glass. <laughs> it's like you yeah. do it yourself.
0: They do you that in cider a, order, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That's how they do it in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, if you at, order uh, a Magner's, they uh, they give you the bottle, and then they give you a chilled glass, and they say,
1: "Go, orchard thieves." Yeah,
0: it's uh, it's 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 nice too because the biggest fear I have with places like that. Towny spots, yeah, is that there's so much cheese, it's like pulling when you bite away and things slide off, and nothing slid off. And that was the best part. The plates were pretty much nothing but like maybe some crumbs. Yep, it was there's (laughs) no leakage. That's another one. Their sauce ratio was perfect yeah nothing oozed out it was hot nothing fell off nothing slapped bite. you in the chin when you yep. take your mouth away yep i didn't have to wipe my face yep. after every bite oh it, it's so good i didn't have to clean my hands off afterwards with two napkins yep
1: it goes in clean it burns clean like you feel good after eating it yeah. like you said like that, that was great like that's good dessert what do you want to do now <laughs> yeah. versus like ah, I, just, I just had all beads uh I was almost going to order more pizza oh, until you were so I,
0: anti more pizza and then I was <laughs> I like fine
1: felt so stupid cuz I went to a, a work picnic basically like this yearly this annual picnic that we have at High Meadow which is a spot in grade it's like a right. a place that you go on a work picnic or like an 8th grade picnic they had so much free food and booze there yeah. that I had a decent amount of it. Okay. I didn't have like a lot of it, but I wanted to try a lot of the things because they all look pretty good and they're all pretty good. But then I was like, oh, fuck. I got pizza in two hours. <laughs> and I still like I ate like my solid, like not half a pizza, but like third of a pizza. Yeah, we, we we savaged a good amount. We savaged a good amount. Got to take home two pieces each. How was the reheatability for you? Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. We then moved. Jay Foster.
0: To a place I've never been to, Jay Foster. Ice cream.
1: And it's technically a place I've never been to because I've only been to the Simsbury one. That was close to the old little city. And uh, I
0: had way too much. I had an ice cream sandwich because I haven't had one in maybe six to eight years. And then I had... (laughs) And
1: you had a cup of ice
0: cream. And I had a cup of coffee ice cream because I wanted coffee, but I didn't want
1: to have the caffeine.
0: Yep. So I had coffee ice cream. And that was a beautiful one, too.
1: Yeah. Now, how would you rate that ice cream from Foster's?
0: When I think of, like, an ice cream bar like that, mm-hmm. like a dairy bar like that, yep. or something like that, I think it's it's, it's right there. Yeah. It's, it's right typical. there. Typical. It's typical. It's not bad, but it's typical. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't blow me away. Like, uh, there's a place called... Um, oh, wow. I haven't been there forever, huh? It's um, the place R- at Yukon? No, it's called Rich's Farm. Mm-hmm. And it's in Southbury, Connecticut. And it's literally a family's farm that i guess every all their friends were saying you guys should sell your ice cream it's really good And i said okay fine we'll open up a little ice cream stand a oh, little shack it's got to a point where police have to do traffic every night for it uh, because geez. it's on a normal little one lane road because yeah. it's just a it's Families, it's a, it's their farm. So when you go park in their, in their yard, it says please stay away from our cows. And they have a sign up because they have their cows right there. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where they get the milk for their, for their ice cream. Wow. And it's, it's, a, it went from this little little like four window shack where they took, took cash only to this big, giant, half inside eating air conditioned area with now like they have paved parking spots because yep. it's so much ah, good for them yeah but it's i can only imagine that they had that conversation of just okay i guess we'll. why not right We're, we make the ice cream anyways and we <laughs> love making ice cream and you guys everybody keeps saying it's good let's
1: share it with our friends let's see what
0: happens <laughs> and now it's just oh jesus christ we have 40 cars in our yard and we have another 20 lined up in the street and the cops need to direct traffic because you can't get
1: around it that's so good <laughs> i love that that's like the dream right there
0: it's, ex- it's exploded to a crazy, crazy level. Yeah. It's to a point now where it's just, I haven't gone this year because I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> that big of a thing of just, I don't want to wait in line. And then they went from like four windows to I think now they have eight mm-hmm. or 10 windows. Damn. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's hopping. Nice. It's hopping. So that is still my number one, a little nostalgic and biased because I ate that growing up. I don't think I
1: have a number number one ice cream place. It's fucking ice cream. Like,
0: well, no. So, Rich's ice cream is really good because it's heavy on the cream. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost this thing where, like, you see them scoop it and it won't come out. Oh, so it's like sticky. It's well, it's thick. Oh, okay. So it's just they have to like like pull it off, and when you go to eat it, it's almost like you you can cut it with a fork and knife.
1: Oh, wow!
0: It's that thick. Interesting. It's that thick. Like I get kid size. Huh. I get small at most, I think. Because it's so like rich. It's so rich. It's so... It's, it's ridiculously rich. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy rich. I think if there were nutritional facts on it, it's probably 80% fat. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane how rich it is. Delicious. It's super good. They have amazing flavors. Um, they don't have, like... A crazy amount they just do each flavor right like when you get a black cherry ice cream there's black cherries in the ice cream yeah like yeah yeah there's crushed black cherries in the ice cream that's you good. know what i mean it's one of those places you because it's made in house yeah exactly so it's not like they're like getting it's some made kind of, in the basement or whatever it's, it's made in the farm they yeah. have like they they went from being a, a, an actual farm to now being just a dairy farm because yeah. they were just this makes enough money <laughs> we <laughs> might like, as well we
1: do this now
0: <laughs> yeah well now we're dairy now we're ice now we're an ice cream Farm. That's what we are. God, what a good use of a farm, right? <laughs>
1: farm ice cream.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Neat. But Foster's that was really good. But Foster's got me to the danger level of we're Uh-oh. at eight to the point where I went, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> oh no, this is so much. This and the pizza was so much dairy and mm. fat and oh my god, I, and sugar and I feel I'm, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be hurting tonight. That's when. The power of kombucha came into we, our lives.
1: We were next to, a, what was it, it was called like Whole Market or something. Yeah, basically was, Whole Foods. It was basically a locally owned Whole Foods or whatever. Which was really nice. It was a fun little place. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. for those of you who watch Parks and Recreation, it's where Chris Traeger gets his ingredients for the burger cooking competition against Ron Swanson. It was essentially that store.
0: Now, I brew my own kombucha, so I am a kombucha
1: boy. Yep. You never had kombucha. You watched me have my first sip of kombucha. And I will now tell you, I was unable to drink the whole thing. Cause really? It just started, to, as it reached room temperature, it just smelled like piss. <laughs> like, Why did was, you let it get to room temperature? Because it tasted weird. So I was like sipping it. You said and it was it was in good. my hot ass car. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay. That's not that's not bad. It's That's good. But I'm not, not going to be like, mm, glug, 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 glug,
0: Oh, that's me. I, I don't know. I glug it.
1: Yeah um sipped it and then i went from so uh i did my work picnic met you at little city went to jay foster's walked to the whole market thing which was in the next parking lot over and then walked back to our cars and left and i went to uh, a bunch of my friends were playing uh, card games at the portal in manchester so i spent a couple hours there it was a fantastic day i will say um but i had it there it was still like three quarters full by the time I got there back in Manchester and I was just sipping it. And then every once in a while I would like open it, I would tss, like go to take another sip and it was like warm and it like had a very strong like piss undertone. Like it definitely smelled like the ingredients that were in it. It was like ginger and blueberry or whatever. And also a little bit of piss. It's vinegar. <laughs> yeah. It's it was like it was, it was fermented tea. Yeah. Well, the goal um, is that you don't let it sit for hours. The goal is. You I was okay. Drink actually, it actually, here's why. That's it. So, okay. So it wasn't the taste that made me not drink it. It was the fact that I was uncomfortably full, and I could not fit any more mass inside of me. That's crazy. That be it solid or liquid. That's insane that we ate that much,
0: but I was able to still. I didn't get to your level of pound of
1: kombucha. I had the picnic before. Oh, right. right, I had a hot dog, a hamburger, beans, uh, mac and cheese, two super watered down margaritas.
0: I was going to ask you how did you feel afterwards, but you can't can't really judge it if you had a third of medicine. You should have the whole thing. No, I
1: I ended up drinking like 80% of it. It, uh, there was also that residue at the bottom. I don't want to yep. touch that. No, I do no, not want that in my mouth. Oh, it's good for you. It just it gave me heebie-jeebies. It's good for you. So I i, I did drink like eighty percent of it, and like at the end, the last fifteen percent I drank. My plan was to just ugh, whatever down it, and then I saw it doesn't the floaties. Taste like anything? No, not really. The floaties. The floaties. They don't taste like anything. I saw them, and I was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I took they the bottle away. Put from it in up. there if it wasn't okay. Yeah, but. I don't know. Um, How did I felt, you feel? I felt fine after. It was partially my body was finally like, okay, let's get this pizza to his butt hole. Uh, and then uh, the ice cream was giving me a little bit of rumblies in my tumblies as well as the cheese because I am lactose intolerant. But fuck right. it. Right. I actually ate a lot of dairy that day. I had mm-hmm. the mac and cheese I had the cheeseburger. I had a solid almost half of a pizza ice cream. Maybe kombucha helped. Like, (laughs) I had the ice cream and then immediately started following it with kombucha. So who knows? So did you feel better from it? I felt fine. Felt fine? Slept fine. You
0: know what we should do? Yeah. The same day, and you don't have kombucha, and we'll see how you do. (laughs)
1: Let's fire up the barbecue. (laughs) I'm eating all that crazy shit I ate at the picnic. Um, I got home. uh, This was the next day. I told uh, Marissa, my girlfriend, about the day. It was a great day. Listen to all these things that happened. And then uh, Dubs and I got a kombucha because he loves kombucha. And he said it helps with his digestive stuff. And it would help me. And it tasted okay. And it was fine. And, like, the moment I mentioned kombucha, she's like, fuck kombucha. That's a hippie bullshit. <laughs> Been proven to not have any, like, medicinal or healing qualities whatsoever. It has probiotics like, in it. I was like, it, it's supposed to help with, like, gut flora. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it's supposed to, it has probiotics in it. It's supposed to help you, like, break shit down. She's like, it's not proven. Like, she was weirdly against kombucha. (laughs) It's uh, called a
0: hippie bullshit. It has similar bacteria to acidophilus, which is found in full-fat yogurt. Yeah, I want... Same
1: thing with kimchi. I want to have her on so you can battle it out over kombucha.
0: Uh, yeah, because she's going to listen to my arguments.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know her well,
0: (laughs) Well, I just I just I mean, it would fit the theme of enough about you for exactly. us an argument, but it's it's also just like I I can I actually I was you know what's funny? I have shit here that I pulled up because Johnny was calling me out on some kind of workout shit. I need
1: like and, sticky notes on your Mac.
0: Yeah, well, he was in an episode, he was calling me out on some kind of shit I said about exercise, and I was saying, "No, it's 100% true." And he said, "That's not What science proves that. What's and I was, I was saying, A lot of science.
1: You like had it prepared for next time it came up. Yep.
0: (laughs) It was talking about greasing the groove, which is uh, the the premise, which is uh, not going to muscle fatigue, and it's a type of programming that rebuilds neurological pathways uh, of lifting heavy weight. So it doesn't rely on muscle tissue breakdown for more growth. It uses existing muscle structure to build new neural pathways. And I was going to tie that into about uh, uh, glycogen storage for uh, high nutritional post workout plans. for post-workout, for post-workout meals, for recovery, because we were having a talk about that. Yep. And he was saying like, "Oh, fucking bullshit!" It's like, what?
1: No, <laughs>
0: I totally. You think I'm just doing these things in my life for the fuck of it? Like, yeah.
1: No, it's because it's like one comment on
0: Facebook. <laughs> it's like yeah, vaccines cause autism. Ah, oh, no more vaccines. It's just, no, <laughs> yeah. it's just no science. I did, I did my research, man. I did my research. Yeah. No, it's fine. Um, I do, I do agree with with her about people's thoughts about uh kombucha and about cbd yep. about how um i do agree with her on those two things like cbd kills cancer it's like eh, that's not really proven uh mm-hmm. it's like and the same thing with like saunas it's like you can sweat out you can clean your liver in saunas it's like no your liver already cleaned shit out that's kind of yeah saunas don't do that saunas do other stuff like heat shock proteins but it's not the same thing and they what they create heat shock proteins yep they do other things like that because there's studies been done i dr ronda patrick has studies published about it like there's actual studies done mm. um doesn't kill cancer you know what i mean it's that kind of thing yeah uh kombucha is not i wouldn't ever call kombucha medicinal in any way yeah
1: it's not like oh i'm not gonna get sick because i drink kombucha it's just if no. you were to drink something after not feeling great yeah kombucha like would... oh no it helps
0: get rid of the cold faster. no it doesn't it doesn't
1: fucking do any of that shit
0: yeah it helps you shit better yeah <laughs> like that's all it does yeah yeah it helps me shit better at least so it's just that's all it is
1: oh my god my shits were so good the next day you
0: didn't have explosive like post dairy shits. no right? yeah exactly
1: I had a solid tube right Wow maybe it had something to do with it because I just gotta find that flavor I like of kombucha
0: <laughs> I tried one flavor there's so many flavors
1: yeah I tried <laughs> blueberry ginger
0: or whatever yeah no I love it I love <laughs> it though it's partial because I like the fizz I like
1: the taste it naturally effervescent which one of my my favorite terms naturally effervescent. <laughs> so it's also been said about me several times
0: <laughs> naturally you're naturally effervescent yeah uh but also i really like um i started doing it because of people saying it helps with uh digestive issues and at the time not that i was having you know explosive shits but it was just a matter of I thought there was an area of opportunity to improve the efficiency of my shits, mm-hmm. so I had kombucha, and I was thinking, "Oh wow, I have, I don't have crazy morning shits. <laughs> I don't have to shit in the morning now. Mm-hmm. Um, I really actually only, only shit maybe once a day, maybe twice.
1: I think that's normal, right?
0: What now it is? Yeah, now it is for me. So <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot better. Um, I don't have gas in the same way. It just I just feel better overall. Yeah." Maybe it's all, you know, psychological or whatever, physiological. Yeah. But regardless, from what I've read, the probiotic part is true as long as you have actual kombucha not just
1: seltzer tea. If
0: you have actual yeah, kombucha. I, yeah,
1: <laughs> seltzer tea. <laughs> we put this tea through a soda stream. Now it's kombucha.
0: <laughs> Filled with over 16 million probiotics. Yeah. yeah that's
1: basically Yeah. what do you think about my review of Little City? I'm pleased with it. You're pleased with it? I I was so weirdly nervous (laughs) taking there. I was like, it's my place. (laughs) Like (laughs) I felt like Little City was mine. (laughs) Like I owned it and I was now sharing the secret with you. And I had it. What if I had to go (laughs) by What the fuck is this, Chris? Yeah. This is your favorite place? (laughs) Yeah. You're so you were nervous. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Because it, it, it was so different, like that little city, that the flavor, the the little city, their pizza, that's so different. From it's definitely not a pizza tra- I've had. It's definitely not
0: super traditional flavors. Yeah, but they do it pretty damn well. Yeah, I would say they do it very damn well.
1: We should uh, they're my dad's favorite. I was also explaining to you like all the crazy flavor combinations we get. Yeah, because they have specialty pizzas and they let you do half and half specialty peaches. Speak pizzas. What? <laughs> They let you do half and half specialty pizzas, pizzas. which is like unheard of, right? Because I think all their specialty pizzas are flat rate. It's like seventeen fifty for a large yeah. specialty. Yeah. Um. So they let us do half barbecue chicken, half Little City, which Little City the base was like that garlic creamy sauce thing, and then the barbecue chicken the base is barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. Um. And they let you like completely do that. We each have our favorite in my house. Mine always was barbecue chicken. My friend recently introduced me to the little city. Like, I went over to his house and, like, his family had just ordered it. And I was like, eh, I'll try it. Oh, my God. Um, my dad's favorite is always the uh, fennel sausage and caramelized onion, which I don't think is one of their specialties that sounds really good very good like if we go back that's what we should get next because it's very close to like a traditional pizza right it's red sauce it's right. the, like mozzarella and then those toppings right Um. my mom's favorite is the margarita which has like crushed tomatoes on it not like a tomato sauce Ooh. Um. and like discs of mozzarella and uh, shredded basil okay like stringies of yeah, basil yeah, yeah. like yeah. um. what's the term for it Julienne or diced not diced. Juliante? Like, like strips. Okay. Like, uh, Like two inch, yeah. but very, very thin strips. Juliante. Shredded. Juliante. Um, Juliante. <laughs> and uh, my sisters, and uh, to the most part, my mom, the, the mashed potato, smashed potato, they call it. Which we didn't get. Which maybe if we were to go back, we would get that and the um, sausage and onion fennel sausage and onion fennel sausage and caramelized onion okay because you you could get regular sausage and you could get regular onion and it's very different now so here's my question
0: about our pizza reviews we've all had peps
1: right yeah yeah i have never had new haven pepes but i've had the one in manchester that's like two minutes from my house and i'd imagine that it's very very close do you think we should do a fresh visit to review it pepes now that we're doing like these, yeah, completely unofficial. We're, we're, I think I think
0: we need to build up to Lucali's We can't just go to Lucali's next. Uh,
1: Talked to my friend today about Lucali My friend who I said I may be going to Brooklyn with, yeah, and Lucali, We're not. Okay. <laughs> That's why it came up on me. And no Lucali, but
2: you're this, saving it for me. I this guy it. do the
1: podcast. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes, I am definitely saving it for you. Now that my friend can't go, <laughs> <laughs> but. uh Oh dude. Like I'm not I'm never gonna be ready for that pizza. Well we should build it's up Jay-Z's to that. favorite pizza. We should build up to that. So
0: should we do OG? Um we could do it on the same day because they're right next to each other. We could do like modern and we could do peps bar. in New Haven.
1: Well I've, I've we were you already did bar. We've yeah, we've already done bar. Um yeah, we should. D- have you had their white clam pie? Yeah. Peppes? Yeah. The v- voted number one that's, pizza in america uh,
0: that's my favorite pizza from them yeah. that with some an extra parmesan dusting and some crushed red flakes
1: yeah i next time i have it i need to spice it up oh my I had god a, and these, i had it once because i was all about this pizza show on youtube and and then you crush it with a fucking peroni or a beer or moretti yeah it's too clammy for me but like i don't know well what we'll, well, do you like to we'll get back there do you like seafood yeah it is very, like, briny. Like, very, like, this tastes like the ocean. That's the point. Yeah. Like, fish doesn't, sushi doesn't, <laughs> clam strips don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, fish sticks when you don't. Eat, <laughs> when you eat grilled clams, you put lemon and cocktail sauce on it. it, doesn't taste like the ocean. Like, there's a bit of that, but, like, this pizza was like, boom, ocean and garlic. <laughs> yeah. I... I
0: it needs crushed red pepper, it needs yeah, um, Parmesan, and then it needs a, a, an Italian
1: beer to wash it down. Mm. It's By the time oh. I got to the end of that pizza, because I, I, I just had a day off uh, a few months ago, and I was like, hey, you know what? I heard about this. There's one two minutes away. Let me go grab one. I grabbed a small, took home, took a bite. Wow, that's good. Mm, that's clammy. Oh, that's clammy, and then like halfway through, I just started. You're a sriracha pizza now, <laughs> like no clam and sriracha, sriracha oh, on all, clam over it. Dubs, all over it. Casino wasn't clam casino. I'm sorry, white clam. Yeah, white clam. Apparently, it's different. I don't know. Clam it, casino is red sauce, right?
0: No, clam casino is with uh. Well, the their white clam is just with clams. Clam casino is with like like a reduced white wine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, well, we, like we got to do another pizza date. I, I I love that this has become our friendship now. We do a podcast every Thursday-ish. And uh, every once in a while we go on a pizza date. <laughs> it's a good friendship. And I love it. <laughs> and sometimes we see Marvel movies. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's
0: right. What is the first Marvel movie coming up?
1: Uh, next May is Black Widow. Okay. They're taking a break. Yeah. Next May? May. May. 10 months and then after black widow uh a bunch of tv shows i believe no um i don't remember shang chi no i don't know i don't remember tbd i'll get back to you okay all right yeah let's uh wrap it up wrap it up wrap it up start planning our next pizza date uh let's thank little city pizza thank you very much little city pizza (laughs) Guys. Our waitress was amazing, by the way. She was so friendly. Friendly. Nice. Asked about our podcast because Yeah, she did. <laughs> I, I mentioned it. I don't know why. I was just so excited. I would never do something like that. I literally did that. She walked away. I was like, why the fuck did I do that? That's not me. I don't want anybody to know about this podcast. And then she came back. And I remember the look we gave each other when she said, oh, like, the
0: owner's here. And he's, he wants to know the name of the podcast. And, like, we both thought the same thing of, wait a minute. He's going to listen to this podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no.
1: <laughs> and in my mind i wanted to say like don't listen to it until the next one when we talk about you guys but now i don't even want him to listen to this fucking one because how creepy the beginning of it was he's not even gonna get to the part where you start talking about him No, no no but that's
0: us that's us that's who we are it's okay we shouldn't be ashamed of us yeah but i remember we both had that look of just um I think we both said um at the same time. She was like, "What is it about?"
1: Which is, um, stuff, um, it's stuff. called it's called NPR. It? <laughs> like, do not share with her the name of this podcast.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I I don't know the disclaimer I should give, other than we just we talked about dildos last episode. Like,
1: yeah, I, I mean. We talked about. I th- we did say. I was like, uh, "It's called enough about you." It is vulgar. You did say vulgar, like or, or grotesque. Like uh, I don't graphic. remember. Yeah, um, graphic. It's uh, graphic, very graphic. Yeah, I think I hopefully warned her enough. I don't know. You go back. There's a sign that's just like, "As heard about, not enough about you, Pike. No, 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 no. no. Rip this down. <laughs> Where did you get this? <laughs> I almost wanted to tell her too. It's the second most popular podcast called Enough About You on iTunes. It's the one with the stick figure flipping you off. <laughs> <laughs> Which might not be our logo for long actually. We got a new logo in the works maybe. God, remember when we decided like let's just talk about movies, video games and pizza.
0: Yeah. Let's not let's not spill the beans. Let's not spill the beans. Good night everybody. Bye.
1: Oh, we took way too much out of this paycheck. Let's give it back. Hopefully. When I do uh
0: oh my god, my taxes suck. I, I like I borderline had to owe
1: money this time. I did not Every a lot of people said that I got flush this year on tax season. My state return or refund whatever was crazy. I went from I think it was four hundred dollars back or something
0: to like forty dollars back. Damn. And I was just thinking Making America great again, man. (laughs) Fucking right.